Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of 360 Chat. My name's FA and today I'm joined with some new guests. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hi guys, I'm Bonita. Hi, my name's Tammy. And I'm Rochelle. Okay, yeah, so I'm with these lot today. And I think the topic that we're going to speak about is a very useful topic, just for people in general. The topic is about apprenticeships and kind of apprenticeships versus uni as well. So the people here, they're all apprentices. Is that what you call yourselves? Apprentices. Yeah, something like that. Apprentice. Apprentices. That's correct. Yes, correct. Yes. So these lot will just basically say what their role is and stuff. So yeah, I'm a professional economist. E. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no. know that. It's not really E. I'm literally just a consultant, but that's my, I guess that's the name of my apprenticeship, professional economist apprenticeship, but just do consulting stuff. Um, I work in the asset finance department. Bruh. And I'm an audit apprentice. Bruh. Wow. So all of this, this is all in um, finance, finance no? yeah. Yeah, so mine's like banking. You're mine's more business consulting, not really finance. Cool. Would you guys like to say what you do or no? Like, literally just business consulting. It ranges. I work on a lot of, like, real stuff. Um, that's mainly where my, work's, where my work's been. And, like, business case stuff. Okay. Yeah, a lot of real. Okay. Um, yeah, we mainly deal with lending money to our corporate clients. So that ranges from, like, some of the big names to some of the smaller names. And I just help with supporting those transactions. Um, I work with clients and... We go through their financial statements and just see if everything is as accurate as they claim it to be. It's kind of like verification mm-hmm. of their financial statements. So what made you guys decide to do an apprenticeship? Well, I decided to do an apprenticeship because I actually went to university and <laughs> after being in uni for less than a year, I just realised I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. Um, and I think also because I went during the COVID year, it was mm. like the experience, like I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was actually getting my 9.2k worth. Like <laughs> I was actually in my room most of the time. My lectures were online. I wasn't going into campus. It was like, what am I actually in uni for? I wasn't getting any like university experience and I didn't enjoy it. So instead of me even thinking to do another course in university, I was just like, let me just do an apprenticeship and actually feel like I'm present at doing something. Oh uh, yeah, that's why that's the main reason why I changed to do an apprenticeship. For me, it was a couple things. Once once I found out like about degree apprenticeships, and I knew that like you can do a degree and an apprenticeship at the same time. Yeah, that's when I kind of was leaning towards it. But once I found out that the degree that I wanted to take at university economics, like I like there was an apprenticeship that does it, I sort of thought, why not? Yeah, I think I'm a bit similar to Timmy in the sense that sort of. If, like, the degree that I was going to do at uni, if I could do it via a degree apprenticeship route, then why not? I think it got to, like, mid-year 12 to the beginning of year 13. I was like, yeah, like, university is just not for me. Mm. Like, I, I didn't care to go to university, so why not take this route, sort of get the best of both worlds sort of thing? Okay, I know Benito went uni first. And, like, was it, like, an initial thing doing an apprenticeship like was it like the first thing and then uni or was it like uni like did you decide to do it after you like I don't know if I'm making sense of my question no so I think so with me I although I knew in my head uni 100% wasn't for me Mm. I sort of I still applied to uni I did my personal statement um I waited for all of my offers as well and I did apprenticeships at this on the side as well but I think 
I think if I didn't get into my apprenticeship, I probably would have just firmed university just because. Just because. Just yeah. literally just because when deep down I knew it wasn't something I wanted to do. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know about you guys. Um, I knew about university. I mean, I knew about university before apprenticeships, I guess, like everybody. But um, yeah, I didn't know about apprenticeships properly until yeah, honestly, year twelve, but probably like beginning year thirteen when I started really getting into it mm. um, with Miss King. Like, the careers of eyes are my own. So, to be fair, we've said teachers. Yeah, I think before. I think it's calm. I mean, shout yeah. out to her. Yeah. She's she, amazing. She, she's she's, she's amazing. the G. Yeah. So until her is when I really started learning about. In my house, it was kind of like you don't do apprenticeships. You yeah. Don't so I guess that was the that's what I was aiming for. Until like yeah, around year thirteen, um, and then I found the course or the um apprenticeship stream that. Allow me to get an economics degree on top of um, gaining the experience so while cool. working. I was going to say economics at university anyway. So I thought, why not? I can't lie. I, w- I actually wanted to do an apprenticeship, but I wanted to leave my house. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Because I wanted to do a law one, the law degree one, which is flipping seven years. But I was like, yeah. I was like, after the seven years, will I even want to do law? I don't even want to do law now. So I'm kind of like, I'm thankful that I didn't do it. So do you guys ever have, like, a fear that, like, you're not going to want to stay in the fields that you're in now? It's not really a fear. Um, I don't think it's something to be scared of, innit? Like, if you want to change, you change. Change. Like, you've done what you've done now. It's yeah. all about progression. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I really want to stay in this, if I'm honest. I don't know if I really want to stay in this um, after my four years, because my whole thing is four years now. Um I guess we'll see. I'm learning like along the way. I'm seeing what I enjoy, what I don't like. And I guess when it's time for me to make a decision, I'll make a decision on that. Yeah. And I think that because I'm doing an apprenticeship and I haven't gone to university, I can appreciate and understand more that you actually don't need a degree to do things in life. Like, it's not mandatory. So, like he said, like, it's not really a fear. It's more so, it's more so knowing that if, even if I don't like what I'm doing, I can do, I can pursue something else. And that's completely fine. Like, time like there's no there's not a time limit to when you can change and yeah. when you can pursue something different and i think for us it's the not pe- okay i will just say peace but it's the peace of knowing that we didn't waste yeah. money on student finance money, like yeah. we, we we're getting so. money do you know what i mean so it's not really a loss like ouch <laughs> <laughs> ouch man were your parents supportive of the fact that you wanted to do apprenticeship instead of uni uh, i guess so yeah so i think with me um, my mum was quite she was quite on board even though to be fair she didn't really know too much about it but um, she made me aware later that she sort of did her research in private and then she grew to know more about it and she was a lot more supportive as for my dad he's more traditional in mm. general anyway so I think when I came with the proposal that oh I want to do a degree apprenticeship he, he obviously had no understanding about it but he was sort of like like he, he didn't yeah he didn't yeah. get it at That's all like exactly well. but unfortunately for them i'm really stubborn anyway <laughs> so it's sort of like i didn't let that stop me if anything it pushed me to sort of get out there straight away anyway yeah. so yeah and then after he he knows more about it and he like, he's really happy i went that way so yeah um, <laughs> my parents for some reason thought i was going to be the the medicine become yeah. <laughs> a doctor so I guess they weren't really supportive of it, but not There's because of the fact it was a apprenticeship, but the fact that I wasn't doing medicine. Um, I don't really know where they got that idea from. Even with <laughs> like choosing my A-levels, mm. they wanted to do physics, chemistry, and biology. Mm. And I only yeah, managed yeah. to change biology to um, economics. <laughs> but um, yeah, wow. so I guess they wanted to do medicine. 
guess just being traditional and whatnot, but I was never really going to listen to that. Yes. Now that I'm kind of doing the apprenticeship, they're supportive, though, like, um, whenever I guess against apprenticeships, just the fact that I wasn't doing the course they wanted <laughs> So, yeah, but now they're supportive. Yeah. 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 I think for me, my parents were supportive, especially because they'd seen that I've gone to university. And, in fact, I was actually really scared to tell my parents that. Yeah, I remember being in my accommodation and I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, how am I, like, what am I going to tell my mom? Like, it's literally been two months. Like, what am I actually going to tell my mom? Like, and I just thought she just wasn't having it. I thought she'd be like, no, Bonita, like, stay there. Like, don't even come home. Like, you're doing this. Like, like we've literally moved you into Birmingham. Like, you're coming, you're going to stay there. But no, like, when I told them, they were supportive and they understood where I was coming from. And, um, yeah, it was literally, like, smooth with them. I think... Us three here are quite lucky in the sense that yeah, although our parents weren't like 110% supportive, or some of us were, it's like we were still able to do what we wanted to do, whereas others are like the complete opposite. I remember speaking to someone on Instagram and he was sort of shocked that my parents were so cool with the fact that I was doing a pr- apprenticeship. It was like, to him, it was like he could never tell his mum that he wanted to take that route. And yeah. I think that was quite sad yeah. listening to that because... I feel like once everyone's actually educated on what it is, like there's no reason there's, for anyone yeah. to feel no a type of to way uni. towards it. Exactly. No go. Like I really urge anyone that's like in year thirteen or going or wanting to go to uni for their parents, just to really just don't do it. Like, because your parents will not hate you forever. Your parents you will not hate you forever. And if you think the apprenticeship route is the correct route for you, then go ahead and do it. Like mm-hmm. they actually, they literally cannot hate yeah. you forever. But that doesn't even go just towards apprenticeships. I think what you've said also goes towards doing a course even if you decide you want to go to university mm-hmm. don't do a course that you think will make your parents happy at the end of the day you're the one that's going to have to sit there literally through those lectures through for however that. many years exactly Bruh. and do the course and like there's no point you might as well do something you enjoy because at the end of the day you don't actually need to even use your degree depending no. on what job literally. you want to go for after as long as you sort of have that academic backing Mm-hmm. so you might as well spend those three years four years however many years at uni doing something you actually enjoy, enjoy or find some sort of interest in doing yeah i agree because even like me doing the, the doing an apprenticeship my dad was like no she's going to uni she's not doing such thing as apprenticeship in my head i was thinking do you understand that at the end of these seven years i will have experience seven years experience and the degree and i'd be a qualified lawyer mm-hmm. But he's just like, no, she needs to get she, I want to see her on the the, the whole yeah, getting her diploma. Her hat, yeah. My dad, yeah, I guarantee this guy just wants, he wanted these kids to go uni so that he can post on Facebook. Guaranteed. But it's like, yeah. even though I'm still doing an apprenticeship anyway, it will be the same thing. And I think like, like, people coming from our background, most of our parents grew up in Africa. They didn't really, they didn't have the resources or the money to go to university. So I feel like a lot of parents are pressuring their children to go to university to live out their dream. But mm. these children, like these parents need to realise that this child is not you. Like let Literally. them do what they want to do. Let them pursue what they want to do, especially if it's going to benefit them. And a lot of African parents or parents in the older generation don't know um, they all they know is university. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the only route they know. So I feel like we need to educate our parents and be like, like people in general but to be fair i feel like in their defense we could say with the whole apprenticeship route and stuff it is quite new still it's quite new and upcoming so i think it's the responsibility of the child or like us Mm -hmm. to try and speak to our parents get through to them and sort of educate them on you know there's other avenues outside of university it's not just university 
But I feel like even us, like, I feel like it's only now, probably, like, for our year and year above, that kind of, like, realise, like, yeah, like, apprentice, apprenticeship is, like, the right way to go. Because even, like, my siblings, like, they knew about it, but they didn't know, like, enough about it. Like, I feel like when they were in college and sixth form, the only thing they really heard about was, like, going to uni. Whereas, like, our sixth form, it was, like, we had Miss yeah, Carriz officer yeah. there, yeah. like, saying... If you want to do it, actually, probably push the apprenticeships as well. So I just feel like it's just, like you said, it's a new thing, but it's not that new because my siblings are like eight years older than us. So it's like we don't really know that much either. So we can't really expect it from our parents. But I don't know, man. I feel like, like Benia said, if we're near 13, I would urge you to do an apprenticeship instead of you. If you can anyway, depending on your course. Because I feel like with finance and like business, there's many more options whereas like law is quite hard to find one (coughs) medicine is quite hard to find one and like yeah yeah like some degrees you do need to go to university for um so yeah if you need to go uni go uni but if if like you know you want to be in finance or you want to study economics or yeah you have those interests i feel like i'd recommend them to go to do a degree apprenticeship than do Mm. than go to university what would you guys say um it depends on a few things man it depends on the person as well not everyone's going to be able to cope with um, that's the thing that's my university and work. although them. it's not as bad as they make it out to seem like Breath. there's time like it's not always overloaded and things like that but it depends on the person like so balancing the workload um i don't know some people enjoy the i guess the uni life they need to be away from home things like that like, that's me um yeah i think I, people need to get away with that i'm not gonna you. lie i, like, I don't agree with that i don't with agree what? I, with wanting whole, to run away from sorry, no, 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 no i feel like unless you experience being in a household like that, you yeah, I can agree. Different. If if you don't like your household, you want to get away from your household environment. I understand that, but if you want to go to uni just to party, if that's oh, your yeah, okay, soul, yeah. if that's your if you're going uni just to party, then you're in no, university no. just for the social life. Then you actually need to get a grip. Yeah, no, 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 Timmy. Okay, maybe not solely, but that's a big part of university. After first year, in fact, six months into first year. Like fairs. After yeah. that, you're not gonna want to go anywhere. Exactly. I just feel like that's a big part of university, like socializing, networking, meeting no, people. No, definitely, but networking. Maybe networking. <laughs> network. <laughs> maybe network is a job, but that's that's. Well, you know, you can, network network you, you can network in uni. You can network in uni, definitely, but you can but network with apprenticeships. Exactly. You don't exactly. network after seven p.m. A university is not a bad option. It's not. It's not. It's like if your sole reason is just like to go to a party and to have that uni experience, then you need to get a grip. Yeah, that's your sole reason. Because I can't like literally all me and my siblings. Our reason, part of the reason why I went to uni was to leave the house. <laughs> like there's too <laughs> many of fair, us in that yeah, house. Enough, we wanted enough. to leave. Yeah. But even me, like one reason why I didn't do an apprenticeship is because I had a feeling at the end of even these three years that I wouldn't want to do law, but at least I have the degree. Yeah. But like with fam, seven years. Exactly. You know, yeah. three it's years compared to seven, seven years. years. That is long. long. Yeah. But at the end of the day, everything would have been paid for. But mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if it's the same, but like I saw like for like finance, one of the ones that I applied for, I think it's like big four, or big five, what do you call it? Big four. <laughs> big four. <laughs> I even thought it was big three, so first big four. Big four, whatever. <laughs> I applied for one of the ones in the big four and it had like a seven year thing, but it wasn't like seven years and that's when you get your qualification. You get qualifications a 
along oh, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. um, seven, uh, seven years was for like a master's degree. So mm. that's when you're all to be done and you've kind of completed it. It's mm. always equivalent to a master's, a level seven. Mm. So it's like you still get your level six and all of that beforehand. So it's not like you're just waiting until the end to get exactly. your... I know, yeah. but it's like... At the end of the day, done. you no, are getting paid as well. Yeah, it's I know you're like getting paid Because free. with the law one, at the end of it, you become a solicitor. So like you're a qualified lawyer, you don't have to like you can go straight into whatever. But I feel like with some of them, the ones that I was looking at, you have to stay. Yeah, but I've like, with but with I most um like apprenticeships and stuff, you kind of do have to stay to exactly sort of get your qualification. So I it's like, like when you are applying, you need to know what you're getting yourself. Yeah, in. definitely yeah. read your. Like, exactly. I think I read my contract yeah. for all like. Everything. Oh, I can't. I can't really. I didn't read. I, I, I did not. You when I see to. too many words in front of me, I no, can't. But I sort of, I kind of knew the basis of what I was getting myself into. Yeah, so yeah. I was cool with. So that's whatever. one reason why I didn't do it because I, I had a feeling that even okay. So with law is like split. So you have your degree, like the three year degree, and then you do um your qualifying whatever, like the solicitors whatever. And then you do like two years placement, not placement, but it's like you have different seats. Mm. So you do four seats, so six months in each. For like two a rotation in yeah. different teams, just, yeah. But yeah, you have to, you, like, it's, you have to do it. So it's like, I know in each one I'll get the whatever, but it's like, I'm going to have to stay till the end. So I was like, I had a feeling by the end of these three years, I'm not going to want to do law. Fair and enough. that's what happened. Yeah. But at least I have the degree. Exactly. Anyway. At least you've got the degree. So sort of companies and stuff. They don't really care. For example, if you wanted to go into fi- finance yeah, for whatever reason. God forbid. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. But for whatever reason, <laughs> they don't really care yeah, what the don't. degree is. Yeah. As long yeah. as you have a degree, it just shows your academic yeah, cap- but capability. I'd rather the experience than the which is fair. That again, but that's it's, why it's, it's up. To, yeah, like yeah. it's up to everyone. Like everyone's yeah. different. Yeah, I think it just depends exactly. on what your goal is. Yeah, essentially. yeah, exactly. Like for me, I had I have no problems with sort of staying at home. So sort of like I didn't mind taking. Yeah, yeah like there's nothing. Route. Yeah, there's nothing else missing out exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's that's another thing I think people ask is, oh, do you do feel you like you're missing, missing out? out? I personally that was a question yeah. actually. Oh, fair there enough. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I personally don't feel like I'm missing out because at the end of the day, if I want to go because. Our jobs is Monday to Friday, Bruh. and then we still have like the weekends to chill. Like, if I wanted to go out every weekend, I can. And at the same time, in terms of like uni experience, whether we're missing out on that, like, there's a few of our friends are at uni. If yeah. we want to go over there for the weekend, you know, we'll same go there time. for a bit. So yeah. it's like missing out. Maybe it's because I don't care to miss out on those <laughs> things. Maybe that's why. Mm. But I, I genuinely, like, it doesn't bother me one bit. I hear it. Though. I'm the same. I want to leave my house. I want to, <laughs> to get out of there. But, but um, I just firmed in it. Because yeah. I guess the friendship was the better idea um, or the better, the better option. I just had to firm it, I'll be honest. I still want to leave my house. But um, So you're a soldier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just had to firm it. Like, literally, um, the apprenticeship was just a better route. In yeah. terms of like the missing out, I guess you do slightly, but it just depends on how much you um, value these things. Like Michelle, yeah. she doesn't really care like that. Um. I didn't really care like that either. But, um... Yeah. Are you to me? <laughs> I didn't really care like that. Are you sure? I didn't really care like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... He's actually convincing himself I didn't really care like that. He's really convincing himself. No, Timmy, yeah, you I, I are hilarious. The, I went to the, um, my friend's universities occasionally. Mm. Mm. Uh, I was in the Midlands occasionally, mm. but... More than occasionally. That's what you guys are doing. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I was there occasionally. More so first year... Second year, kind of as well, but um, even third year now, really. <laughs> so people are coming there to lie. I'm not lying, but I've been I've been to the middle in third year. Yeah. Anyway, that's not. 
That's a lie. I'm just gonna say that. But first year, second year, because all my friends were like all my close friends. I don't really have a lot, a lot of friends like that. So all my uh-huh. close friends were literally in the same place, Birmingham. So I was going there. Most of the time I was going there, I wasn't even partying. Like we're just chilling. Yeah. But that's an experience as well, though. That's cute. But, um, yeah, third year, everyone's in placement, so I don't know what she's yeah. on about. <laughs> this <laughs> I, I can't lie, I was going to say. But, um, <laughs> this doesn't need to be discussed here, but, you know, it's fine. But, um, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, you miss out, but by the time you're getting to second year, third that's year, you're saying. not really yeah. you're not you're doing, doing that stuff yeah. anyway. Exactly. I feel like, if anything, again, missed out is still too far to say, but maybe first year, but even that... We're in, we're in fortu- lockdown. Yeah, fortunately for us, yeah. if I'm being selfish, it was COVID, so it's like, you lot weren't even enjoying like that mm-hmm. anyway, so low in that sense, we actually did it. Yeah, yeah low-key, but like, it wasn't the it full wasn't that proper... Deep, yeah. exactly. they, because my cousin's getting now, because she's exactly, the first I can year. imagine it's very different to what you very had during different. COVID. That so, girl is out. Yeah. If you're listening, you are out for... <laughs> Some for me, it wasn't as much of, like missing out on like parties and stuff. I was just missing out with like being with friends. Like, yeah, that no, was I, I hear thing. that. Yeah. I, I think yeah. that's a valid reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, yeah just like that. missing out being with friends. Yeah. All your friends are away, so it's kind of yeah. like sometimes it gets a bit like oh. Lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me yeah. be honest. You know, touching on I that, I think that. when I first started my apprenticeship, that was obviously when everyone just started. I think there was a feeling where I was like, oh, like all my friends are like yeah, at literally, uni. Yeah, like, that in that sense, yeah, what Timmy said was more so just missing my friends. Like you're so used to all being in the close, same area, yeah. always together. Because oh, no, like obviously, scattered. like for example, before you left your uni literally like, I used you, to live with like exa- all of my friends exactly. you know what I mean like they were so close exactly. and now like everyone's o- opposite yeah, to you in yeah. the sense that you were so close like, I was so yeah. I, I was actually so used to seeing them so often like every day literally yeah. every day and then now it's like I literally mm-hmm. only see you guys mm-hmm. like maybe every two months you, I think crazy. when we I don't know if you agree but once you get into the swing of things like at work because obviously the first couple of months at any new job is quite slow because you're getting all your access sorted, sorted they're trying to set you up on things but once you're actually set up and in the flow of things you sort of that stuff doesn't really bother you as much like i think mm. we just get used to it yeah so like now yeah exactly I, mean, I guess like i said third year most of them are doing placement most yeah. of them are back in london so even us that are not doing placement third year is hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. third year is hell but yeah man that's crazy wait benita did you feel like you had an experience when you went no i did not have an experience just like rochelle said because of covid mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, would you say that those first few months was like a university experience? And even me, due to, I couldn't even go out. So it's right. like, because you had to be a certain age. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so rude. I didn't, do you know, it's, I we don't even, like, I don't even remember. I don't even clock. But for me, I, again, I didn't care about going out like that. annoying. <laughs> To me, no, I think we didn't expect her yeah, to just fake did. that out. No, why did you have to say why? No, because I, Bunny, I don't think I understand. It's not in my head. Yeah, yeah. I forget in my head all the, no, time. all the time. But yeah, like I didn't really care to go out. But yeah, I couldn't go out. So I literally, there was no yeah, experience. Did you know Leap was it? First year or second year? First year. Oh. Yeah, so no, I don't think I ever got an experience. Oh, that's sad. No, maybe just, maybe just living with my friends. Yeah, that, I feel like that is an experience people don't yeah, speak about. Yeah, yeah. People always like, think that's that, that, that you should value. Yeah. People always think about like that is fun, I'll be real partying, right. all of that. I like the fact that I can go to my friend's house at 2 a.m. in the morning yeah. and we can chill and eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> if the, I, I love guess it. that was my university experience. But even then, like my accommodation, like sometimes you couldn't allow people in and stuff like that. Like that's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, like during COVID, like university was just not fun. It was not an enjoyable experience. And it was I had not to sneak into my friends' accommodation. Yeah, like what is that? But yeah. Even Myocom, to be fair, Myocom, they actually allowed 
even staying that in an account, that's an experience in itself. Yeah, but it's also, not an experience I'm missing out yeah, on. Yeah, and also you know. the independence that comes yeah. with being at university, that's something that can Please also be overrated. valued for sure. Overrated. Yes. I don't, I mean, it's annoying, mm. I guess. It, annoying. it can get annoying, but I hate paying bills, it's a trait so. that some people actually need to yeah, get. Yeah, people need it. Yeah. People, I feel like it is important to live by yourself yeah. at one point in time. And fend for yourself. A lot of people do not know how to do that if they're living under their mother's roof. Yeah which is very bad. Exactly, like, other than academics, I can actually see the benefits of yeah. university. Yeah, there are like, benefits. There are. I don't think are. it's worth 9K, in my No, opinion. definitely not, but it, taking away the fact that you have to pay 9K a year, which is, like, disgusting right. in yeah. itself, a massive drag. But, like, little things that, sorry, but, like, my brother, for example, I'd lo- if he, because I know he's between apprenticeship and university, but I'd love to see him go to university and actually do things for himself. <laughs> yeah. But it's good because then... I'm sure when he comes back, he'll be a lot more, you know, yeah. little things like yeah. the washing. Like, you mature and all in of that. Exactly. Sure. I don't even know, man. Because my brother went Nini and he's still the same. <laughs> <laughs> he's still yeah. the same. Some people, it just depends, like, yeah. on how you go about uni. Definitely. Like, some guys can have uni wives that do everything for them. Hmm. Do you feel like you'd have a uni wife if you went to uni? What kind of question is that? What kind of question is that? <laughs> no, Timmy, Timmy, be honest, you know what's coming. I, have you. I think that's. I think that whole thing's kind of a myth. Like that's just a drag. No, it's not. It's definitely. Anyway, not when a I myth. was around my friends, I didn't see no uni wives first year, second year. I'll be honest. I saw girlfriends and stuff like. That. I didn't see no <laughs> uni wife that was coming, cleaning and cooking. I never okay, it's not that. clean. It's just cooking. Cooking. Yeah. I never saw that. Yeah, but you, you only went how many times out? Of, you didn't go much, so yeah, you wouldn't have seen all of that. Exactly, but you never know. Maybe they they had their wives there. Maybe they did. Me personally, nah, man. I can't just bring anyone cook for me. That's kind of crazy. But to be fair, I actually believe that because Timmy is very particular. I feel yeah. like he wouldn't I want don't, I don't just anyone. anyone. So fair enough. But I actually believe that one. That's good. But who knows? Maybe he would have. You'd be surprised. A lot of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, you guys touched on the topic a bit. Like working, <laughs> having your night to five and then doing uni. Again, I think it literally depends on the individual and... Like, for me, I, I like to organise my things anyway. So, mm. for example, like, it's at first glance, like when I'm explaining what I do to people, the first thing is, oh, like that must be so long. But genuinely, it's not bad at all. Mm. Um, like, for me, out of every month, I have about three days of uni. Um, and then the rest is working, like, Monday to Friday. Um, but, like, it, it literally depends. Like, some days, maybe if work isn't as busy, I might use that time to do assignments. So then, at least rather than wasting my weekends trying to get assignments and things done, I'm sort of, like, getting it out of the way. I'm not someone that leaves, like, I'm not last minute. So I like to start my things in advance anyway. So I think that's helped me in the sense that like, I get everything done, at least by the deadlines, and I still have time to chill. So it's, gen- like, genuinely, it's not bad at all. Like, hopefully I'm not jinxing it, but so <laughs> far, it's actually, it's been so calm. I think for me it's actually quite intense. Um yes. yeah. <laughs> I guess every um firm or every like company um do- has a different I don't know what to call it, like pathway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. mine is like um like I'll I'll learn a new topic or a new subject like at the beginning of the month and at the end of the month I'll have my exam and that's not a very long time. Um and that's why it's very intense because yeah. you don't have a lot of time to actually revise um but i mean i guess they do it like that for a reason because like i've i've been able to do it i've been able to pass but um yeah it's it's intense yeah, i think the difference between like me and benita's one as well her mine's more coursework based so mine's more like 
written reports and presentations, whereas she does more exams. So I can see why it'd be like a lot more mm-hmm. intense. Like I, for me personally, I feel like I'm better at the coursework type stuff because I can sort of do it at my own pace. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm that yeah. great at retaining information. So when it yeah. comes to exams, it's like yeah. not my strongest point. Yeah, yeah. I guess it depends on the structure of everyone's course. Yeah. What about you, Timmy? Um, I think they've like not. I don't know. What, I don't know who they are, but they've kind of portrayed the apprenticeships or like the workload to be um much more than it is. Like you think that they're gonna be dumping stuff on you, so um, I thought overworking you, but it's not really like that. Like they account for time. They know that you're um working. And yeah, studying. studying. So exactly. Make sure to incorporate that. Yeah. Um, I guess my stuff is kind of, like my course is kind of different to both of these guys. Um, I'm kind of doing like a proper degree, so I go to my lectures. I don't go into my lectures, it's all online. And yeah, but I work um, four days a week. So Monday to Thursday and Fridays is my university day. I think it's, I think my workload is fine. Um, so I do, unlike like a normal economics or a normal degree in general, I do less modules per um, trimester, semester. Um, so yeah, um, I do like two modules. Um, when I started off, I was doing one module per um, really? trimester, which was calm. So um yeah, like the workload is not too bad, mm. not too bad at all. Yeah, I think as well, it we benefit just being young in the company. Like, mm. sort of, I think with most companies, they want to retain their sort of junior and yeah. young talent. So mm. we have the upper hand in the sense that if we are, let's say for whatever reason, we are actually struggling with workload. Well, me personally, I feel like it's just so easy to let them know. Like, it's yeah. it's a bit much. Like, I need to focus on uni work as well. Mm. Like I said, thankfully, it's not gotten to that point yet. But if it ever <laughs> does get to that point like it's it's all you have to do is just communicate with yeah. your management your management know exactly maybe even if they've not <laughs> been through the whole apprenticeship route they know like timmy touched on you're literally working and studying at the same time yeah, that's crazy and, yeah and they want you to do at well. least get yeah do well both in work and academically so once you communicate like i don't see why that shouldn't that should be a problem i feel like any stress or any like overworking or heavy workload is caused by myself i'll be honest just really being, just being lazy like i have more <laughs> than enough time to do everything i need to do like revise my university stuff prepare for exams like i know when all my exams are beforehand so i have more than enough time to do any any stress is caused by myself that's even with uni as well let's be real because okay, uni is stressful but it's like you have time to do your assignments this is the thing like i feel like if i was at uni like obviously I'd be getting my assignments done at some point but I'd I'd be so lazy because I know I have all this free time to myself whereas because I'm working it's sort of like okay I know I'm working I can't waste time as soon as I have some sort of free time let's just get these assignments done and dusted so in in some sense it's given me like a sense of routine yeah I know I need to get something done I know the consequences if I don't get it done it's just gonna I don't like to stress so I'll try everything in my (laughs) power to avoid the stress so it I'll just try and get things done out of the way before at least the deadline. To be fair, there's not that much free time in uni, depending on what you're doing. I don't have a lot of free time, if I'm honest. I'm in uni every day. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I know a lot of people that go to university and they say it's very, very stressful and someone someone can also say doing an apprenticeship and studying alongside yeah. is yeah. stressful you just have to pick what stress yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's just what you have to pick your hard you have to pick your stress unfortunately and i think if and you manage like it the best as you can that will come out of it yeah sort of like that's sort of your motivation yeah. in that sense so you guys kind of have like an upper hand like because with people in uni like 
if you deep, we've been in education from when we were like what f- three, four, mm-hmm. and obviously we didn't have we don't have the routine of like a nine to five and understanding the office. So like when we come out and we enter that working world, it's gonna be like crazy mm-hmm. unless you've done like a placement year yeah. or like a um what do you call that thing internship. internship yeah. Or even I even feel like an internship <laughs> is just different to like how you're gonna do. That how it you're gonna be is different, but like I just don't want people to think that it's so intimidating because it's not. Yeah, like it's not. Like, Actually, it's I, don't know, you know. It's not. I think, like, I think it depends. I think it depends. Depends what type of person you are. Yeah, yeah, like, like mm. um, if you're good at talking, socializing, and all that stuff, I guess it'll be less talk. intimidating because you're gonna feel comfortable mm-hmm. talking to people. Mm. Uh, I don't know but you don't have to do that though. Apparently, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't lie. Some people say you like need that. to, you need to small talk. No, if you want to get what you want, and if you sort of want to move up or sort of like progress, your managers progress and yeah. get your managers to like you, kind of actually do have to do that. Exactly but this that. is what I'm saying. Like, like that's a choice though. Not everybody wants to progress and exactly, which is fair. Like he said, like it depends on the type of person you are. Yeah. Like, yeah. just don't go into it being scared yeah. or feeling intimidated. Because at the end of the day, like what I've realized, no matter what position anyone is in, we're literally just all human. Yeah. Like, we're literally yeah. just people. Like, mm-hmm. people go home to their families the same way we do. Everybody, you know, watches yeah. Netflix. Everybody eats pizza. Like, Definitely. we're just normal, regular people. Exactly. Yeah. So, just because they're in a suit and tie, yeah. like, don't feel intimidated. Yeah. Like, and I, I find that too. Like, I, I find that these people are just r- nice people. That I yeah. can speak to mm. normally, like I don't maybe, think you should be intimidated. I, I, think I feel like you lot maybe got lucky though. Maybe some people have horrible maybe, experiences. No, exactly. yeah. Definitely, but I In think one office. thing I hope people don't take from this is. Well, like I don't think we're not pushing you to say like if you're in school now, go and do an apprenticeship. Like yeah. it's not for everyone. Like yeah. not everyone is built for that sort of thing. But I feel like if you do take the university route, like one thing I would say is, I think in order to prepare yourself for the world of work where possible and when you can sort of internships and those placement years and things like that are so helpful because it's sort of like a mini apprenticeship in itself yeah and more time if the company like you if you're doing an internship or a placement year they might offer you a grad role when you finish your university and just imagine doing an internship you still have a year left of university, but they've offered you a grad yeah, role. It's sort of like that exactly so sort of makes ease. you feel yeah, yeah so yeah. much at ease. Whereas you hard know? getting a placement, definitely, exactly. That's the thing though. I think, but that's with all these apprenticeships, internships, yeah. placements. It's so, so competitive, hard. so it's so hard to get in. So I can definitely understand that. But at least if you're if you try and you know yeah. you've tried, then that's all you can do, really. Hundred percent. Nah. If there's one, if there's anyone in uni. I was I would totally hundred percent encourage you to get that internship. <laughs> try for it, like at least try and apply. If yeah. you don't get it, try again because it will help you a lot. Definitely, definitely help yeah. you a lot. I wish I did a placement year. Yeah, I also think placement years and internships are good to see if you actually want to exactly. do this. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I remember I did. It was work experience to be fair. I think in year thirteen, and I realized I literally don't want to do this. Like, and imagine if I went, even though I did actually go to university and I did do that subject, but it's like. I know I don't want to pursue this for sure. So yeah. Yeah. definitely is a good way to have an insight of 100%. what that job is like. 
even in your degree, like I feel like you kind of have a sense of if you want to do this mm-hmm. or not. But you, it, with that, I feel like depending you, really, on what you you're don't. Doing. Everything is more so like on the job yeah. until yeah, you're actually in that job role. Like yeah. you can do your degree. But until you're actually in it, like I someone know. can, I know I'm not. Yeah, like, no <laughs> I know that's off the table. Fair enough, exactly. I know that's off the table. But you never for know. Now, for Maybe now. if you were to do an internship somewhere, yeah. you might, you might know. No, because no, like, I've been know. like I've done like insight days and stuff like that, which yeah, is which isn't the same. Day isn't but it's like when you, you when you're... you speak to people, I feel like law is just kind of. I won't say it's different, but it kind of is different because law, yeah, bro. What don't you like about it? First of all, it's boring. Second of all, like, because I do a module that's kind of like, is employment law, like, in practice. So we do what lawyers are doing, which I don't mind, but it's kind of like, when I speak to lawyers and I go to, because I'll go to, like, different firms and then I will go to, like, like let's say Netflix, for example, and I'm speaking to, like, lawyers that work with Netflix and it's like, you lot don't have a life. <laughs> like, they fully tell me I don't have a really? life. Really? Yeah, like, the first thing I'll ask them is, like, What's your work life balance like? Mm-hmm. Don't be like, there's no such thing as that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, okay, in that sense. That's, that's why I'm like, yeah, I, think that's I know important. I'm not going to do it. I feel like the person, the type of person I am and the type of things that I want to do, I feel like me going in the law route Mm-mm. hinder what yeah, I want to do. No, definitely. So it's like, it is important. It is really important yeah. to go in the field as well and like do your experience. I feel like it's also important to speak yeah. to people as well because if I didn't speak to these people, it's not yeah. as if I didn't speak to like, I'd spoke to so many people. Like, it's not just one, like, lawyer. I spoke to so many lawyers and they all say the same thing. Yeah. No, so in that so in that sense, then fair enough. Because I think, like, even for me, one thing I feel like is such a major thing is work-life balance. Yeah. I feel like I couldn't work for a company that I'm not getting the work-life balance yeah. for. Yeah. So it, it definitely does depend. Like, yeah. where you said, like, the people you spoke to, they said you have no life. I think yeah. for where we are for now, I think... I think the high, obviously, if we're trying to get to the top, then it will get to that. But some of us, but to, but some of <laughs> not us, that's not, that. our, yeah. that's not yeah. our, that's not our um, motive or yeah. what we want to do. Goal. It's not exactly. So, is there any advice that like you have to anyone that wants to start an apprenticeship, and like how would they go about it? I would say definitely. I think apply to multiple places. I think for me, like just don't take a no and be discouraged. Yeah. Don't. Yeah take a decline and be discouraged because you will get that it's inevitable like it's li- that's life so yeah don't be discouraged literally. just keep on pushing and i think also when you apply to multiple places you have an idea of what the application process is like because it's very different it's something i don't know about you guys but it's not something that i've actually ever had to do before it's really complex some of it so yeah just get that experience and then once you do one two three four um you become more familiar with it and then that's how you'll get that final yes. Like I literally applied to ten places and I got one yes. And that was my yeah. last yes. So yeah, keep on pushing. That's my advice. No, yeah, I agree with Benia. Um apply to as many places as possible. Even things I would go as far as to say things that you're maybe not as yeah. sure on and things like that. Like the application process, you get better as it goes along. Mm. Um it's not too difficult, I guess. I had a lot of help or like I spoke to a lot of people, but I had one friend in um, sixth form who really helped me out with my like application stuff and all my, um, what do you call those stuff? Cover letters, things like that. Um, favour, I'll say her name. But um, I saw that as I was doing the applications, all those competency questions, um, mathematical questions and all of that kind of stuff, even like with the cover letters, 
just got easier along the way, especially with like, mm. with the interviews. I was packed in at first, but I kind of had nothing to go off. Mm. But the more interviews I did, they were asking similar and the same questions. Yeah. So like, the more I applied for, or the more places I applied to, it just got easier along the way. And then, um, yeah, I finally got the the one I wanted in the end. Um, I applied for loads. I got I got to, like, to the final stages of loads as well and um, things like that, but I got rejected from loads as well. So, mm. yeah, man. Just as many as so possible. annoying though. Yeah. Getting to the last day and it's like no. Yeah. But it is like if you want it, then you work I'll for it. Going. So just keep yeah. on pushing, literally. Yeah. I think I definitely agree with what's been said. Um, like the main thing is just don't be disheartened. Like you need to understand this is a very competitive mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. It's still like evolving. It's not like known everywhere. So mm-hmm. it like it sort of is what it is. Um, try and be optimistic. I feel like if you're getting rejected from places, just ask for constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is it that, or why did the other person stand out to me? Then you can use that with your like next interviews and things like that. Um, I think LinkedIn is also. That's good exactly. I was you're about to yeah. ask about that. Yeah. Not that I haven't been you, on there in no, a while. Honestly, if you Keep don't have LinkedIn, I think you should get LinkedIn. Just even simply like search for example maybe if you've applied to an apprenticeship somewhere mm. you can find like people who are currently doing an apprenticeship for that particular company yeah. Yeah. you can ask them questions exactly what get I sort of ahead of the game because yeah. if you think about it not everyone's gonna think oh LinkedIn. let me message someone who works yeah. for this firm from linkedin no not everyone's gonna think that so that's another thing that can put you ahead of the game that's another i think thing, that's even definitely LinkedIn, a good idea. even though that app really really traumatizes me <laughs> but um why does it traumatize you <laughs> Um, you actually go on there, you actually feel like a loser, bruv. But anyway, but that's the point. <laughs> but that's the point. My um, my brother was telling me that, um, similar to what Rochelle said, but it's kind of like, <laughs> if you mess with people that are in HR, some of them will be willing to look at your CV and like tell you what companies are looking for and what they're not looking for. Because even one company that like I went to... um. Like I have the HR woman on LinkedIn. She was just like, if you ever, she was like, if you want to go for a coffee, discuss <laughs> yeah. the CV. I was like, okay, that's yeah. nice of you. So there's people out there that'll be willing to help yeah, you, definitely. and that will hundred yeah. percent give you an upper hand because the HR people they're the ones looking at the applications yeah. and then chucking the ones that are not for them and keeping the yeah. ones that are for them. So you at least that like, you'll know what companies are looking for. To be fair, it's not just the HR people though. You well anyway. for me anyway the. For me personally, the HR people were like the last. Pe- so they were the last. I think I had like three different interviews, and mm. they were like my last interview. Mm. I think more so with a lot of companies, the actual managers that are hiring for yeah. that particular department are sort of the ones that are looking for the first set of people. So that's why I say, like, if you can find someone who's doing what you want to do in your like particular role at that particular company, then like that's even yeah. great because they've been through it they know how that manager is they might be able to advise you what you yeah. should say what you shouldn't say so don't be afraid to reach out like i'm yeah. sure people be thinking oh that's where that's where why am i gonna uh, go out my way to, to message random yeah, people but honestly yeah. like i feel like especially in the world of work nothing is where if you want to <laughs> no honestly <laughs> if you want to put yourself out there and if you want to like excel in what you do then you actually have to put all that pride aside yeah, and do your thing don't care what anyone is thinking at the end of the day is you yeah. Like should what everyone else thinks or what they think is wet or moist, whatever. It's, yeah, it's irrelevant. No, she's right. You have to beg it. I'll be honest. No, you actually, do. no but why did you have to <laughs> say it like that? <laughs> that's like, like, true. You, you have said to, you have to beg you it. Have to beg it. I, I hear that. it though. I learned that always ends when it's like first year, second year I was getting better, but first year I was really secluded. Yeah, um, at work and things like that. Um, COVID was first year actually, so mm. I was at home all the time. 
for second year as well. But yeah, you kind of have to beg it. You have to um, talk to people, make small talk. You don't really want to talk to them, but you kind of <laughs> have to talk to them. There's people want to be talking to you that are going to help you, give you projects to be on, gain like more experience or things like mm-hmm. that. So you kind of have to beg it. And I guess um, once you build like relationships with people and relations with um individuals in your workplace um just easier like they look at you for like they choose you more yeah, yeah. For upcoming projects like they'll be putting your name forward for things yeah, yeah. so yeah it's just easier yeah. to progress up the ladder even when it's time to kind of um get promoted or mm-hmm. go into new roles like your name's going to be on the tip of their tongue literally yeah. and i feel like not even if this isn't even just for people with their apprenticeships those in that general. are doing uni as well mm-hmm. that are going into world of the work i think it's good to try and get yourself out there like different activities that like your network, network. Might be holding like for example in my company they do like some reverse mentoring thing where the junior person mentors someone who's like more senior in the really in the, yeah like it's Crazy. and like good initiatives like that mm. sort of it's good to educate those that might not because you co- we cover topics like diversity co- topics mm. ethnicity gender and things like that mm-hmm. um it's sort of it's like an open forum for us to speak they get to speak say what they think on that topic mm-hmm. but minus that also just putting yourself out there because now yeah. they know your name now yeah. they know who you are yeah. if there's any ever anything that like maybe i want from that person whether it's I don't know, like a, a couple of months on his team to see like the sort of work they do or just a favour in general. Like, mm-hmm. like the name's out there, so it's a yeah. bit easy in that sense. So I think don't don't settle you know like again even don't be shy even, yeah don't be shy the it, and it's easy i can't lie it's easier said than done like even now because i'm a shy person company, i know yeah, i'll be like, shy but i've been at the company for like more than two years now but still i like even having meetings and stuff i still get so <laughs> nervous but i think it's more so the thought that makes me nervous but when i'm yeah, actually in it like it's, it's fine right. so yeah like try not to be shy even though it's easier yeah, said than done and yeah just yeah. do your thing really literally even one book I read, it was like basically speaking about how it's important for the people that are higher up to literally know you because when everyone else is just there, that like the person that's higher up will always ask for your name and like like Timmy said, that's and Rochelle said that's how you like move up. Even if you don't want to, please, you can't be stuck in the same place forever. <laughs> move up. But yeah. Being different in the workplace, how is that for you lot? Like Again. being being a blackie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it literally no. depends on the person. That's the thing. Mm. It depends on you as a person. For me personally, I think okay. I think because my primary school, yeah, my secondary exactly school, my sixth form, we were the minority anyway. So, and it it doesn't bother me. So I think I've taken that into the workplace. Mm. I, I've sort of come to the acceptance that it's always going to be that way. Yeah. That's just the yeah. harsh reality of it. Yeah, hundred. And. It's it's sad, but it is what it is. But mm. I can't lie. Like, yeah. What are you gonna say? No. I think people like black people shouldn't conform. Not gonna lie, because I realize that they don't conform to us. So why should I conform to you? Yeah. I, so like, and I I think we can say I'm not really the blackest of black. <laughs> so like, there's not much conforming for me to do. What does that mean? Jimmy is annoying. Like, I, I like I, she's. She doesn't fit into the stereotypical. Like, yeah, like okay, Timmy. <laughs> like, like I don't think I don't think I have to change myself that mm, much. Definitely. But and I'm not saying I don't. Like sometimes. Yeah. No, I get what she's saying, and yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, like you don't have to. You mm-hmm. don't have to conform. But sometimes, exactly. and it's really sad to be fair. Like as black people, why do we feel like we no, need to exactly. change? But subconsciously, I do it anyway. Yeah. And sometimes, which is not good. Yeah. I feel like a lot. No, of, I, a lot of black I people. Just yeah, say I you agree. Change, with like, code switch. Code switch, Code switch, yeah. Like even some words that would roll off my tongue. Usually, I I don't I yeah. don't say them. But it, it, I'm never like I've actually never I'm 
never changed in, in terms of like the way I speak. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I guess I, sometimes I slip up on use slang, but yeah. um, <laughs> I don't know. My workplace yeah. is, is quite calm. Like everyone's, some people like use slang, I'll be honest, like it's quite, I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah. Unless we're on client calls, like client calls is different. Oh, yeah. 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 Clients, then fair enough. But when we're having like our team meetings and everything like that, everyone's quite um, accommodating. Oh, things yeah. like that. I haven't experienced anything crazy, yeah. to be honest. Mm, or nah, anything like yeah. that. Um, no, like the conforming thing, Benita said, is so true. Like with me, like I'm I'm coming to work with a new ha- hairstyle every month, but I don't, like I don't care. Like my manager should be like, oh, I like your hair. You changed <laughs> yeah, your oh hair gosh, this time. I'm not even joking. <laughs> there's, a, there's a white girl and she was like, we were talking about hair and she asked me, oh yeah, like wigs, like how often do you do them? Like it's normal. Like yeah. people are kind of catching on. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, literally, it's like it's normal. Yeah, yeah. Like just I be okay. Like people do Accept that you're normal, exactly. like you're a human yeah. just as much as the white person exactly. is. So just yeah. be yourself. I like, understand. Obviously, not to be naive, there is like yeah. in some places there all that type of institutionalized yeah. racism. But I feel like it shouldn't be like something that should stop you from going to the workplace. Exactly. And like, I guess that small talk, like, mm-hmm. don't use that as like an excuse. Because exactly. at the end of the day, you're just gonna hinder your own progress mm-hmm. exactly i think it's easier said than done but just try not to make it a problem in itself mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a problem you're there to better yourself and sort of like do your thing so forget all that other yeah. stuff like more Don't time we're, we're sort of making it up in our head anyway no one yeah. really cares, cares like that anyway you know so yeah and i think it helps because we're young that we have a lot of apprentices our age anyway so it's not like they're young like we have something in common whereas if i'm working with a 40 year old white man we don't have much in common so it's easier for me to even relate to you and you kind of get me too so it was lovely speaking to you i hope you guys listening got like some insight and some knowledge thank you guys so much for coming on thank you for for having having us (laughs) follow all the 360 socials and yeah i'll see you guys in the next episode bye